Welcome back to our channel and episode three. So yesterday was Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. So just this week, we're going to be talking about everything. Relationships. Everyone <laughs> who celebrated yesterday, whether you're in a relationship or not, I hope you all had a lovely Valentine's Day spending it with the people you love. Uh, to those of you who are single like me. Uh, don't feel discouraged. It's literally a day like every other. But uh, if you are alone, I hope you grab someone that you love and uh, hug them real tight and told them that you love them. I grabbed my dogs and obviously told them I love them a million times extra yesterday. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so today we're going to dive into the topic about relationships. So this is going to get real deep real mm -hmm. quick. So just some some inside information. So I am I am taken. Uh, just for anyone asking. <laughs> okay, Jess, we get it. You've been in a long-term relationship. Oh, how the tables have turned. Yes, I've been in a relationship for three years now. And now Karina is the single one for That's once. That's right. I am single like a Pringle. Today we're going to talk about a little bit of the positive and the negative sides of relationships. We know that relationships aren't easy. So we're going to start off with just some... What do we look for in a partner? So... Well, Great. definitely, uh, what do I look for in a partner? Honesty. I think honesty is, like, my number one thing. Hmm. In um, what regards? Like, just don't lie. Like, if you have, like, if you, regardless of whatever is going on, the truth is always better than a lie. That's definitely, like, one of my biggest red flags. That, and um, I would say, like, people who don't prioritize you, that's another one of my biggest pet peeves like yeah, if you're really for you. in a relationship with me if I'm putting you first you better be putting me first too mm -hmm. so that's definitely something that's important to me showing that they care and and their words are not just words their actions as well yeah definitely I was in a relationship for two years with someone who never put me first yeah and what else what else are things that you look for in a potential partner Someone who's caring, definitely. Mm. Again, it goes with putting the person first. Like, I'm very big on actions speak louder than words. It, anyone who knows me knows, like, that's my thing. I, You can tell me everything and anything you want to tell me, but what you do and your actions are going to show me how you truly care about me. I used to think, oh, okay, maybe that's not true. Like, if they're busy, they're busy, but they'll make time for you. Someone who really loves you or someone who really wants to be your friend, your partner yeah have you in your life someone who genuinely cares, cares about, about you, you will make the time yeah they will call you they will text you even if they're busy they're gonna text you I'm busy talk to you soon yeah and that is such good communication that's one thing in a, in a relationship you need to have is yeah 100 percent communication if you don't have communication you don't have a relationship I think we live in a generation now where people are just so obsessed with, you know, like all these stupid dating apps, Instagram, social media that like nobody takes the time and effort to literally fight for something. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm a fighter. If I really care about a person, I, I believe that anything can be fixed. Anything can be spoken about. Like regardlessly, if two people love each other, care about each other, there's feelings there, whatever it may be, whether it's a friendship or a boyfriend relationship, if you meet the person like halfway, if both people meet halfway, that's the only way it's going to work. Because if you don't, if somebody's giving you 90, 100% and the other person's only giving you 50, it's not going to work. You need to be on the same page. You need to want the same things. And that's it. Like, that's how it's going to work. Exactly. And so many people are just so like quick to throw the towel and just give up because it's just so easy to move to on find and find someone else, someone else. Yeah. so you can literally have the perfect girl in front of you 
you know, someone who takes care of you, someone who cooks, knows all these things, but that doesn't even matter anymore. <laughs> I see that you're taking this super personal. <laughs> I mean, don't yes. get too emotional. No, I'm but not it's emotional. True. Karina, Karina gives a lot of tenses, which she shouldn't all the time. But I'm not that person anymore, Jess. I know, I know. I've Finally. learned to put my foot down and be like, you know what? Like, no. Like, yeah, walking well, away now. Something that Karina has been focusing on the most this year is working on herself, which is a real good positive, you know? They say you can't love someone else when you don't love yourself. And I've seen that the most with you, Karine. Mm-hmm, yeah. And it's something that has, like, you've been working on yourself really strongly. And this is something, like, a lot of growth. Because Karina puts herself, like, on the line thin, thin, thin. She spreads herself so thin for these people who don't deserve her. And she has a lot of red flags that come up. And then she just used to think, oh, it's a carnival. <laughs> <laughs> like that memes. meme on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Karina's, Karina's the definition of that usually. So I'm really proud to see that like she's evolved a little bit and, and took taking respect for herself. Yeah, I've come a came, long way. That literally. came with a lot of... A lot of, a lot of pain a lot and of a lot of uh, waking experience. up experience and like realizing that like we're on this earth for such a short period of time. Do you want to stay here and be miserable? With and someone you're not happy with, yeah, and who abuses you or neglects you. Yeah, I think I was really blindsided for a long time. I think I was just so in love with the idea, the idea of you know um, that person that I had in my head that I was so blind by like all the bad things that they were putting me through. So I dated someone for two years and I told Jess when we were like talking about this podcast, I do want to share some things that I went through. Um, I just want to keep this at a minimum. So I did date someone who was a great guy at the beginning. Um, I was like, you know, head over heels, like in love, thought like, oh my God, that's it. I found my person. She was going to marry the person. (laughs) Yes. And uh, I literally thought that. But unfortunately, I realized you cannot plan a future with a person that doesn't see a future with you so it was a very uh abusive verbally abusive narcissist lots of gaslighting you know playing victim all the time making Mm -hmm. me feel like I was always the problem and um anyways I we went through a lot I grew a lot like as a person I've learned a lot I know what I what I want in a person what I don't want I now know red flags. Mm. Um, and what now are, when I see red some? flags, <laughs> I run. <laughs> I don't think it's just a freaking carnival. Not I just run. Them, right? You run away. I run the opposite direction. So what time. are some red flags? What Like when you're in a relationship, so, what are red flags that you should look for? Like obviously not all relationships are the same and like not all people are, are the same. Are we talking about a relationship with a narcissist? Well, what is a narcissist? How do okay. you know that the person so, is narcissistic? Um, so I had no idea like no clue what a narcissist was until I you know did my own research after the relationship and I was told by several um you know people that I was speaking to that I was dating a narcissist and I didn't even know what it was so I did my research and the definition of a narcissist is basically um a person who is constantly making you feel so small um putting you down making you feel like you're never good enough and making them seem like they're never the issue. Uh, Twisting your words, making you basically always seem and feel like the bad one, which is literally what I went through for two years, and I stayed literally in silence, and I thought I was constantly always the issue. I thought I was always doing something wrong, uh, and I was always trying to be like, what can I do better? How can I change? And it literally drove me insane. But again, 
from that experience, I've grown and I've learned. So uh, the first signs of a narcissist is, I would say, someone who is very cocky, uh, very like, oh my God, I'm better than everyone. Uh, you know, like everything I do is I always the best. Yeah, I know more than you know? everyone. I know more I'm, than you. Let yeah, me do that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So those are kind of like the first signs. But you see, in my situation, it wasn't it wasn't that he was very cocky, but it was more in situations where, let's say we would get into an argument, it would always be my fault. Mm-hmm. I was overreacting. I was over-exaggerating. And I was the issue. Him. I was the bad one. Mm-hmm. Um, to the point where, like, when you're constantly being told these things, you're you start, it. yeah, you start wondering, and it makes you crazy. It makes you feel not good about yourself. It makes you second think everything you do. It makes you wonder. It's just overall like a terrible feeling and let me tell you when you have to go through that for two years every single day it really like it plays a toll on you yeah already another red flag is that you can't have positive days with this person like whenever you see them something goes wrong Mm -hmm. and most of your relationship like at least half of it was wrong like things were going wrong you were always in fights there was always you ended up in tears most of the time yeah um also something else is like, there should never be a point where you're in a relationship where the person you're with has to second guess for a second if they want to be with you or someone else. Mm. Um, this is something that is completely heartbreaking. When you are so in love with a person and this person is like, I want you, but I but I want her. But then, like, I want you, but then I still want her. Like, all this back and forth is where as soon as you see that with anyone, you should put your foot down and say, I'm better than this, I deserve better than this, and walk away. Yeah. Um, Starting a relationship on, like, eggshells is not the best thing. That's already yeah. a red flag. And, like, I understand, you know, maybe it's not the time to, to jump into a relationship. Maybe you can be friends at the beginning and things like that once things are settled. And that's a really good question Karina always starts with is, like, yeah, that is, in the picture? that is my opening question now. Like when I'm talking, like when somebody messages me, like my first question is, when was your last relationship? Are you still in contact or friends with your ex? And if they tell me yes, I'm sorry. It's a red flag for, a red flag for me. I've been through this. I, I don't care what anyone says. If you're in a relationship with like If you're starting off a relationship with someone, you shouldn't be starting it off with your ex still in the picture. If your ex is still in the picture, then maybe you shouldn't be starting a new relationship. Clearly, like, figure your shit out. Exes are meant to stay in the past. And that's it. So from now on, like, that's, like, one of my first questions that I ask someone, you know, that I'm interested in is, like, do you still talk to your ex? Do yeah. you still, are you friends? Because that's many times that's been a problem in your relationships. So. Look, it may be great for some people. It may work for some people. But for some reason, um, I always get fucked over with that. You know, like yeah. the ex comes back. It's like some crazy, stupid drama. I don't have time for this. I'm 27 years old. I don't have the energy for this shit anymore. You know, I just want like a clean slate. My ex doesn't bother me. Your ex doesn't bother you. That's it. That's all. Focus on us. And that's it. For me, another big thing is family-oriented. Mm-hmm. I am huge about that. Um, yeah. I love my family. I have a huge family. She loves um, me, her cousin. Super close to my family. Anyone who knows me, like, my nieces and my family are literally my life. So to me, a weekend with my family on a Sunday or a Saturday, you know, like, Sunday dinners, Saturday night dinners, like, that's what my life is about. And someone who's willing to, to, to be involved with that as yeah, well. Yeah, for sure. Like, I would need someone who's obviously, you know, really into their family as well. Yeah, and, like, when Karina says something, like, has to come first or, like, you know, like, come first, like, I, I, I assume you mean 
like family is is a part family oh of course yes okay yes let let me clear that up I don't want to sound like you know uh family and your relationship is equal but I'm saying Mm -hmm. if you're going to start putting your friends or like going clubbing or going partying with the guys before your girlfriend that doesn't work for me maybe it might work for some people no judgment to anyone whose relationships work that way 100% I'm just saying what didn't work for me and what doesn't work for me I just want to talk about how to walk away from something that you can't even picture ever walking away from so it's very hard uh walking away from someone who I thought I was gonna spend forever with was probably the hardest thing I ever had to do so walking away is definitely extremely extremely heartbreaking but if I must say it does get better And I know for anyone who's going through a situation similar or if you're with someone where you're constantly going to bed every night and you're crying or you're upset or you just, you know, you're feeling like, what am I doing? This relationship is crap. Yeah, Yeah. but you're just terrified to lose it um, because either you feel like, oh my God, I've already spent so much time with this person or uh, I don't know, like what if I don't find better or whatever. Don't be afraid to take that step. You will find better. You will be happy again. You will get over it. I promise you it's so true. And I was always one to be like, no, I I don't believe it. But time really does heal everything. It may seem like the hardest decision in the moment. And you might feel like so much pain and so many tears. And But I promise you once you do it, Oh, it's a relief. It's it's such a relief. It takes time. It yeah. definitely takes time. It's it's like an open wound. You have to heal slowly and you need to you need to take the time for yourself. You need to be surrounded by good people, music, whatever makes you happy. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to not be super great right away and like to it's it's actually better to live it than just kind of pretend it's not happening and then it's going to hit you later. Yeah. So for me, yeah, exactly. To someone else in your life or to yeah. accept whatever is coming. Yeah, for me, it was really hard because we were living together. So, you know, we spent so much time like planning a whole life together to, you know, coming home to an empty house every day and like looking around and being reminded of that person. It's definitely really hard. Um, You're going to think about memories or think about all the what ifs and, you know, oh my God, we did this together. We did that. Like those memories are going to be super hard to forget and you'll never forget them. But you will get used to those um, memories being gone. Exactly. You know, like just getting used to living alone. You basically have to rebuild yourself. I literally rebuilt myself. I went from being completely destroyed. I wasn't even able to get out of my bed in the morning. I didn't want to do anything. I literally thought like my like it's like my life is like it's done. Like it sucks, you know. But I promise you the number one thing that helped me was surround yourself with people who love you. Go visit your family, visit a friend, talk about it, get a therapist, read some books, exercise, meditate, cook, clean. Like for me, exactly. For me, I did so much cleaning. Like I said, okay, (laughs) you know what? I'm sad today. Let me just clean my my closet, you know. Uh, Let me clean my pantry. Let me organize. Keep busy. I have two dogs, you know, so uh, that helped me too. Walking the dogs. Just surround yourself with positive energy and just do things to keep you busy I know for me my biggest thing was finding what I could do to like keep me busy I was always like oh what am I gonna do I I don't I don't want to do anything I don't feel like doing anything but I promise you 
finding things to do once you find them it'll help get your mind off of things and you'll be in such a better place mentally physically and yeah yeah also like well the self-loathing like the more you stay in your bed like we were talking about with mental health the more you stay in your bed in the dark room and just cry and cry and cry what's that definitely worse yeah how will that help you it won't it won't it won't it's gonna be harder to get up after that after all that energy you've lost so yes like you have to experience it you have to talk about it but do it while you're walking do it while you're doing something else your yoga your meditation you know just let that anger out go to a rage room if you have to whatever it has to be you find your way of doing it and it will get better and and it's really good to surround yourself with people in that time yeah because it could be very dark for sure i know when you're actually in that moment and you're listening to this podcast you're gonna be like please like no you don't understand Let me tell you, I have been there. I've done that. I went through a terrible heartbreak. I hope no one ever has to experience that pain. But I am so happy that I've lived through something like that. It has literally taught me. I have grown as a person. I've become stronger mentally. I now know where I draw the line to say like, no, this person is not going to treat me this way. Like, that's it. That's all. I'm walking away. So I'm grateful. And, you know, like this isn't to say like, oh, I'm talking bad about my ex, like at all, at all. Uh, This is just to spread awareness of people who are going through things, um, whether it's relationships, friendships that are broken. Some people take friendships that are broken really, really bad. Yeah um and also some friendships could be toxic and and you need to realize that and you know someone who anyone who like if you have mental health issues who downs your mental health and puts you in a darker place mentally yeah is not a positive person to surround yourself with and that happens in relationships that happens with friendships that happens in your family yeah you you need to know where to draw the line and your self-worth is super super important and that comes with age you know like sometimes we can't get rid of that person on our own we need help and we could talk to someone but it's super important to realize that and just evaluate what's going on in your brain and what your body is telling you. Yeah, 100%. So on a more positive note, um, Jess, what about you? You've been in a relationship with your boyfriend for three years now. So can you tell us a little bit about like, uh, you know, how you guys met, um, some positive things, like what are good things that you look for in a man? Like we're, we're talking about like negative things that I went through, but what are some positive things? What are some things that you know are good that what what your boyfriend brings to the table that lifts you up and has helped you with your mental health and just you know life in general well first off how we met my boyfriend and I have a really great story of how we met um I was going on a tinder date my boyfriend and I met on tinder technically in brackets but uh, I was going on a date with someone else that day and I (laughs) it was I was just walking around looking for the venue and I called Karina I remember that day oh because I I'm stupid and I didn't have any data on my phone and I didn't know where I was going and I was lost so I called Karina I was like Karina tell me where this address is please like guide me so I called Karina I was walking around and all of a sudden I see this super gorgeous guy like skateboarding in front of a skate shop and I had to walk right by him and then Karina tells me Jess you have to turn around you're going the wrong way I'm like Cree there's this fucking hot guy that I just passed by he literally just looked at me as she was going on another date guys (laughs) I have to walk right by him again and then she's like yeah Jess you have to turn around so then I go on a date it was a miserable date um terrible so then back on tinder and that night I see this gorgeous guy on tinder and I was like there is no way in hell that this is the guy I just saw today. Guys, Destiny, I'm telling you, when something is meant to be, it will not pass you by. And 
so I matched with him the next day, and it was the guy, my boyfriend, Andre, that I just saw on the street skateboarding. I matched with him on Tinder the next day, and we don't live at all in the same neighborhood or anything. It just happened to be fate. So that's how we met, and then we started talking, and it, we only dated like a year after. And uh, so we've been dating now for three years. And what's some positives about him? Um, what's like your favorite thing about him? What's something that like you look at him and you're just like, oh my god, I love this about him? Well, looks wise, he's beautiful <laughs> <laughs> to me. He has beautiful eyes, um, and he has a cute nose. <laughs> I always tell him. Um, but honestly, personality wise. For me, something that was super important was I was going through a really bad mental time and I was having thinking to myself, maybe this is not the best time to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And he helped me through that and he understood that I needed to like really take the time to evaluate myself and, and the relationship. And he helped me through it, which was something I've never seen before and was super shocked that someone was seeing like taking me in that worst time of my life and being like yeah I'm here for you and that was amazing so that's like probably and my anxiety when I do have anxiety or when I'm really anxious he is a hundred percent supportive yeah He'll that's amazing night and just calm me down so honestly that's the best thing for me yeah he genuinely cares about your well-being that's exactly. so important in a healthy relationship the, that is like the most important thing to me especially for someone who does have mental health issues you need someone who understands them and if not because they lived it it's because they listen mm-hmm. you know or they've done their research because yeah. sometimes you know you're in a relationship with someone who doesn't even know what, thing, what anxiety is yeah like you know? me <laughs> yeah you've been and he was he was too he had no idea but he he took the time to understand me he asked he literally asked me one day Cree, what do you feel mm-hmm. when you're anxious which was like i got in tears i was like no one has asked me like that exact question like what do you feel when you're anxious so he can look for that yeah and he'll know like better understanding of how to cope with it when exactly. you're feeling that which is so so important so just you know those kinds of things that just show the actions and yeah. words come together yeah 100 percent, i agree that's definitely something for someone who suffers with any mental health is really finding a partner who's going to understand what you're going through and is going to take the time to really search it up ask you about it question you like how does it, how do you feel what can i do to help like those are very important things in a relationship when you want them to because yeah. like some sometimes you're just in a really bad and that could be anyone you don't have to have mental health issues but I, like it could be a trigger you know? i know and i think we're very different in that state like yeah. i know when you have anxiety you're just like leave me alone leave when me i have I anxiety it. i need that reassurance I need someone, yeah, I need someone to be like, don't worry, like, you're, you're fine, you know, mm-hmm. like, where I know sometimes we've been together where you're like, Kree, I feel anxious, and I'm just like, oh, what do I do? Like, I try and act what, like, I would want someone to do for me, but for you, it's the complete opposite. You're just yeah. like, fuck off, leave me alone. <laughs> I need the time to think, and that's why if you don't ask, or if you're not in that situation, you don't know, right? You think, okay, I'm going to help them, I'm going to, I'm going to be all up in their space, and I'm like, get the hell off of me, just shut up, I need to think, I need to, yeah. like, my mind has been used to this right yeah but when it's been so many years you're dealing with that by yourself you get used to it so it's just finding the right person that's gonna fit for you yeah can we talk turnoffs because i feel like there's a lot of turnoffs okay so turnoff for me is someone who is unsure Mm. of what they want uh ghosting oh my god ghosting and ignoring is like my number one do not ignore me like be a freaking man you're like whatever age you are um if you're going to ghost at 30 years old, 
there's something seriously wrong with you. Have the respect and the like decency to tell a person you're not interested. I agree. A turn on. What's what's a turn on? Passion. Passion. Passion for like something. You know, not like obviously me. You mean passionate? Like passionate Passionate about stuff? I mean, like yeah, but like let's say my boyfriend. I hate I I hate biking. I don't love biking at all. But he is passionate, like enthralled with biking, and I find that hot. I think like the fact that he has so much energy and drive for a certain thing is so cool. Um, yeah. So it's just you know someone who's super passionate about what they love, like food or cooking or mm-hmm. reading. You know things that are, show passion also shows dedication. Yeah. To me. Um, I, what's a turn on for me? A turn on for me would probably be effort. Mm. Like when someone genuinely puts effort in something, it's just like, oh my God, like it's so like, oh, wow, a breath of fresh air. Like for once, I'm not always giving my 100, you know, like it's equal or I cannot stand when you're, you're talking to someone and they're like, what do you want to do? And it's like, take initiative and and plan something like it doesn't have to be crazy like just say like how about we cook dinner together and watch a movie or how about we go and you know grab ice cream like literally anything let's go for a drive let's go here like i'm down i love an adventure i love doing things that just doesn't involve you know going to a club or partying because that's just not my my scene also someone like for me personally someone who's not super like judgmental or who Mm -hmm. who has like a lot of uh, prejudices I'm someone who likes to, to be different politically correct as well. And like, I, I appreciate when people are that way as well. I think that's something that's important. And we're in 2022. So I think it's important for most people. Yeah, 100%. 100% I agree. Um, but yeah, honestly, there's just there's so many things that are turn ons and turn offs. I mean, we're not going to start listing everything. <laughs> we're we're but... pretty particular humans. But honestly, I think the most important things to both of us are, are just people who genuinely care and show it. Respect us too. like respect exactly. is a huge thing. I'm huge on respect. If you don't respect me, then I'm not even going to respect us you. And like, our family. Yeah, of course. That's of course. I, think... I would never be able to be with someone who had no respect for my family. No. It's like my family is my life. So goodbye. You don't have to love everyone. You could respect them, though. I agree. Teddy just yawned. Oh, Teddy's also here again. We didn't mention it, but... Teddy's my dog, guys. For any of you who has missed out on the first few episodes, Teddy is my little puppy. He is six months old, and he's always with us while we film. He's one of two. Yeah, one of two. I have also another dog, Romeo, but uh, he's at Grandma's house right now Mm because we can't have both of them here while we film. No, that would be too much rowdiness. We're yeah. ready. We're ready too much together. So. <laughs> All right. So. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next Tuesday, seven p.m. on the Silk Podcast. Have a great night, guys. We'll talk soon. Bye. Bye.